Chai Tea Vibes, Lo-Fi, Volume 4. Now available on Spotify and Apple Music. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's good, everybody? This is Marcus from Black Mary Death Free, and you are checking out our quick cast. Let's get it. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus from Black Married and Dead Free, and I would like to welcome you to another episode of the quick cast powered by Black Mary Death Free. Man, I hope you're having an amazing week. I hope your week has been blessed. I am one half of Black Mary Death Free. This is the midweek dose of our podcast platform. This is when I just get to come on and talk about different topics in the economy and pop culture, music, family, whatever I'm feeling at the time for our, however long I'd like to. And I'm excited to be here. Can I get some hand claps? Thank you. Thank you. Now, if you're new to the podcast, you can do me and do us a huge favor and leave us a five star review anywhere you're listening to this podcast, this really, really helps us. And because I'm feeling so generous, because me and Shire are feeling so generous, if you do that, we will give you a link to our master class, get out of debt and start building wealth. Now, this master class is almost two hours of on-demand footage of us doing a deep dive on exactly what we did to pay off over 6,000, 6,000, six figures (laughs) in debt in 2017 and how we're currently building wealth. So you're going to want to get this. It's absolutely free. All you have to do is leave us a review. Let us know you enjoy the podcast five stars and then email us at black married debt free at gmail.com. And we're going to respond with the link. That's all you have to do. So I want to say thank you in advance. Now we're going to have a transparent moment. Y'all. Yeah. 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 Uh, we got to talk about this. I'm going to talk about a couple of things. But first, let's talk about taxes. <clears throat> if you've been following me and Shire for any length of time, you know that, hey, we're trying to build wealth here, right? That's the goal. Uh, and the only way to do that is to increase your earning, be it on your W-2 job. Uh, we've highlighted, you know, our side hustles. Uh, one of our most uh, highest viewed YouTube videos is talking about the eight side hustles I believe we had at that time and uh, so you know side hustles is a big deal now when we're talking about your nine to five you're talking about w-2 income right 
you could your employer takes out taxes, state, federal, all that good stuff. But a large part of our income is non W two, right? It's a lot of side hustle income, a lot of real estate income, a lot of ten ninety nine income, right? So that income does not have the taxes taken out. And so you're responsible for paying taxes on that at the end of the year. So me and Shire know this, and we do this every year. And uh, every year is uh, beginning to look worse than the previous when it comes to taxes. Like the more you make, the more they take. And by they, I mean the IRS, the biggest gangsters in the world. And so we were lamenting having to do our taxes, but we did them. And boy, oh boy, what they don't tell you when they tell you to start your home-based business or when they tell you to do this and do that and be your own boss. One thing they never talk about when they're sharing, when folks are sharing their numbers of how they made XYZ selling this product or doing this thing independently, they never tell you what Uncle Sam took them for at the end of the year. Well, let me tell you, y'all, taxes are real. The more you earn, you're going to have to pay more. And that's something you have to really settle into and understand. Even when we're talking about going into or full retirement and having your one million, two million dollars in your retirement and you need to start drawing down. You're going to be taxed on that, especially if you, you know, using just a regular brokerage account or if you're using a 401k, those things has not have not been taxed yet. So you will get hit side your head. And that's something we have to understand and be okay with, because I ain't going to lie, y'all. When you get that tax bill at the end of the year, you're like, should I even be doing this stuff? <laughs> is wealth building even the thing for me because I mean let's just keep it a thousand when you enter certain brackets you're you're being taxed 40 you know 35 40 percent so you think you got your state tax if California is one of the highest states as far as tax is concerned and you know those things start to add up now I know what they'll tell you I I know I know you've looked at all the YouTube videos I know you've you've heard all of the different folks talk about the tax breaks and how you can pay your dog and pay your kid and pay your grandma and make your cousin an employee and save all this money. But you have to understand that the IRS comes for folks that get too get too slick with, with some of these write-offs. So you have to be careful with that stuff, you know, shout out to JT pocket watcher we've had him on the podcast before a friend of the pod someone I, I listen to uh and he's a tax professional certified accountant and you know he, he, he if you listen to him long enough you're gonna hear some stories of folks fudging numbers here and trying to get write-offs there and you know you get when you get that audit or when you get called to stand before the as I said before, the biggest gangsters in the world, the IRS, 
You know, they'll start slicing through a lot of that stuff. So you want to be careful using some of these tactics you hear from influencers uh, all willy nilly. You know what I mean? Like you want to be careful with that stuff because the last thing you want on your jacket is an audit and to have to owe the IRS. So it's best to just pay what you owe. Don't don't try to fudge no numbers. Get it over with. But my main reason for bringing this up is because if we're going to be on this wealth building journey, we have to understand that like the tax is going to be a part of it. The government is going to want to get theirs. There's no way you're going to be able to make a course today or sell some type of service or product today. Be, quit your job, become your own boss, all that great stuff that we that, that we want to do. Right. And then come into the year, think that you're going to be able to keep all of that money you made. Like, that's not how it works. You owe 30, 40 percent of that to the government. You might as well say half just to just 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 to just to get your mind fixed. Just say half. And so, you know, to be transparent, me and Shire have set some different things in place going into the next tax season so that we don't have to because kind of how we used to run it was we would just use the last month to the first quarter of like earnings. We, we, we would build our reserve to pay tax. Right. And we did that again this year, but it's just like to see all that money go. Right. It's just like, dang. So this year we're kind of planning it out throughout the year so that it's less of a hit on the front end of next year. You know what I mean? And so that's just something, something I felt would be, you know, interesting to share. Let us know if you guys are, let, let we want to know your tax stories, man. I mean, tax season is coming up. How y'all feeling right now? The days, and I'm going to say this too. If you're building wealth the right way and you're seeing your income grow, you're seeing your assets grow, which they should be doing if you've been following us for any length of time. We should be growing together, right? Some years are better than others, but overall, your assets are growing, your income, your earning potential grows as we as we age together. The getting $2,000, $3,000 in taxes back, that's dead. That will die quickly as you start to build wealth. So if you're still getting tax money back, yeah, we we want to that that's that's you know we want to someday get get out of that right. We're waiting for the tax man and all that because we need to assess what's going on with our income when we're when we're able to still get taxes back now. Maybe you just do W-2. Maybe you just have children. Maybe you contribute a lot of money to the taxes throughout the year. So, yeah, you know, but you want to find a balance. The goal is to keep enough of your money throughout your year. If you're just this is for folks just doing W-2 income, keep enough of your money throughout the year to where when you get to tax season, you, you just you break even. You're not getting any money and you're not paying any money. Right. That's kind of the goal there. Now, for individuals that have 1099 income or uh, 
have business, home businesses and, and things like that, you're going to have to pay. That's just kind of how that's going to work. But the days of getting checks back, you should be kind of we should be kind of growing out of that as we start to build wealth. So just wanted to share that with you guys, man. Let us know your tax stories, your tax horror stories. Let's let's just share together. One thing I'm learning is that we're all going through some of this stuff together. This is not just us. It's not just you. That's being feeling the effects of this hyperinflation and recession. It's us, too. We're all in this together. So speaking of the recession, I want to touch on this really quick. Uh, I believe we've been in a recession for a while. I think we have not felt the worst of it, but economists say that the recession is definitely looming. The worst of the recession. Inflation is increasing and the Federal Reserve chairman, which I've spoken about on many occasions, is using the tightening of borrowing money, making money more expensive to borrow by increasing the interest rate. That's his number one weapon against inflation. And uh, I'm checking out this news article on Yahoo Finance and it's talking an economist is talking about how that tightening is going to really spiral us into recession, which is what I've been saying needed to happen. We need to to kind of experience the full break of this bone so that it can heal properly. Right now we have a fracture and a fracture is like a nagging thing when we just need to go for a full break because a lot of times a full break, the healing process on that is quicker than a nagging fracture of a ligament or bone. So this economist says the issue is the tighter you keep borrowing conditions, which is what the Federal Reserve is trying to do. They're trying to raise the interest rates slowly, slowly, slowly. But this gentleman says the tighter you keep borrowing conditions for the private sector, the higher you keep mortgage rates, the higher you keep corporate borrowing rates, the higher the chances you're going to freeze these credit markets and basically sleepwalk into an accident or sleepwalk into a recession in general uh accelerate a recession later on says this gentleman he says but long before the fed delivers relief because we know that the fed will increase the uh rates and then they will uh, pull back but before we experience a pullback the stock's will suffer from an earnings recession. This gentleman says Patelco believes the U S is already in an earnings recession with stocks reflecting complacency. Nevertheless, he doesn't expect a disaster. He sees about 10% maximum downside risk into the S and P 500 in the very near future. So this gentleman is saying that the inevitable will happen eventually that we will in, enter into a full-scale recession. The chairman, uh, Mr. Jerome Powell, has stated that they're going to really push the interest rate up on this next round, which I think is in the uh, sometime later this month. 
So let's look at where interest rate, how does that affect us? Well, we're mom and pop uh, real estate investors or we're folks that are looking to get into our primary residence. Let's look at where rates are. Um, mortgage rates are today. Now, before I look these up, I told y'all, I think the mortgage rates, and I know we forget what I say. I'm just some guy with a microphone, but I think the mortgage rates at some point will reach double digits before they come down. So let's see where they are today. So right now, a 30-year fixed is at 7.51. So that's pretty high. That's extremely high. Uh, just for context, we bought three homes in 2021, three investment properties, which investment property investment interest rates are usually a few points higher than just primary resident interest rate. Right. We bought three investment properties in 2021 and one was interest rate was in the twos and the other two homes were in the th uh, low threes. So that just shows you where we've gone. Now, I will say this prices, home prices have dropped. Home prices have dropped. I I, I can't say that I'm not seeing that. Um, Because folks, less people were in the market to buy homes because the interest rates would affect their monthly payment. And folks were just like, no, we can't afford this. So. We have something has to give. And what's been giving is the prices of homes have been decreasing overall in the in the uh, in the United States. So that's positive And that's kind of a good thing. That's one of the good things of, about this. But for me and Shira, like we thrived as investors in a market where the interest rates were low. That's where we thrived because we could, my thing is I can find, I, I can look much longer for and, until I find that needle in a haystack when it comes to prices. Like if the market is lit on the home price front, I'll just keep looking. No one's making me buy anything. If it's too high, yo, I'm going to just keep looking. But at least I know my rates are low, right? And for mom and pop investors, the interest rate is so important because it affects your monthly cash flow. And that's why we do this. We do this for cash flow, right? And so, you know, with the interest, interest rates being so high, it really affected how folks like us invest, you know, buy and hold mom and pop investors that, you know, get units anywhere from, which first of all, mom and pop investors make up a large portion. Most of the, um, Real estate investing in the United States are owned by mom and pop investors, folks with like, I forgot what the number is. It's like 10 homes and down or something like that. But anyway, the interest rates really affect that. And so what the Fed is doing is directly affecting those type of investors. But at some point, they'll be pulling back and they'll be cutting those and that might be like I say I've always said that's kind of going to be your sweet spot is the the time when the Fed drops the rates and the overall housing market hasn't increased yet because you got to know once those rates start coming down the prices are going to go back up but you can find like a nice little happy medium there 
And so long story short, y'all, let's go back to my saying. I was talking to my daughter the other day, just talking about money. And I said, you know, there's one thing that I want you to take with you as an adult. Remember, man, my dad told me this. If I can really summarize a healthy, uh, someone with fi- healthy financial habits, is it would be simple. Invest more than you save. Save more than you spend. And you'll you'll usually come out okay with that simple principle. Invest more than you save and save more than you spend. So with that, you're limiting your your expenses. You're paying down your debt. You're not spending frivolously. You're saving an emergency savings. You're saving a short-term, long-term savings, right? And then your, your investment portfolio is growing because in order to retire, you're going to need in the upwards of 1.5, 2 million, $2.5 million, depending on your, your lifestyle. You're going to need that. The only way you're going to grow that you're never going to be able to save $2 million, but you can invest your way to 2 million. So you're going to need to invest more than you save. And you're going to need to save more than you spend. So I'll leave y'all with that. Like I said, on the front end of this podcast, man, if you enjoy the black Mary and free podcast, do us a huge favor and leave us a five-star review. We truly appreciate it. And we out. Peace.